and welcome to Goat Homeschooling with Erin and Amanda. I'm Erin. And I'm Amanda. This is the podcast to encourage moms that have been at this homeschooling gig longer than five years and plan on sticking with it through the high school years. The long haulers, as we like to say. We want to help you have the greatest of all time homeschool that meets the needs of your family by encouraging you with real conversations on the issues that pop up as you've been in this homeschool lifestyle for years. So it'll be fun to try and see if there's people out there that need the encouragement and if there's anything that we can do to help others as they get started on their journey. That'd be awesome. That's what we're here for. One observation we've had as we've been homeschooling this is my 10th year and Amanda this is your ninth year right I think it's my eighth, eighth I don't year. Know. okay I lose track somewhere in there um but one thing we've observed is that in the local support groups blogs podcasts they are overwhelmingly geared toward helping new homeschoolers get set up with a methodology of homeschooling but what about when you've been doing this for five or more years and now you're entering middle school territory or even scarier, high school, ah! <laughs> that's everyone's fear, right? Homeschooling their high school. Right. As more and more families started pulling their kids out of public school to quote COVID school two years ago, we kept seeing even more resources, bloggers, Instagram accounts, podcasters, and curriculum sellers inundating the market, catering to these new families, opting to educate their children at home. But what happens when you get your shiny books in your living room or schoolroom set up and you're a few years in and something shifts in your life. Are you able to maintain course and keep up the hard work of homeschooling? Do you have a community to encourage you? Do you have the fortitude to keep on into the quote long haul years? Over the years, we've had many conversations with each other as well as many of our mutual friends in the long haul category about the lack of real conversations about issues that pop up as we've been homeschooling for years these curated flat lays of $100 Montessori wooden tools and sensory bins you see on Instagram aren't going to help you when your teenager shuts down because of high school math or your middle schooler is getting bullied at co-op. Those precious couch schooling moments become fewer and farther between when you're personally dealing with chronic illness. How do you manage school when you can't get out of bed? What about when your parents or in-laws need to move in or you become their caregiver and need to spend time going between their house and your kids' different commitments. Been there. How do you school and manage caregiving roles? How do you homeschool through loss? What happens when more than one of those things is going on and your marriage is suffering? We don't have all the answers, but we will start the conversation and hopefully show you that we, you are not alone. We've all been there or know someone that has. So we plan on having guests come on the podcast that have been there, done that, and are able to communicate what it looks like on the other side. And now we'd like to take a few minutes to introduce ourselves. I'm Erin. I've been married to Joe for almost 17 years. We have four kids, two biologically and two through adoption, and have been homeschooling 10 years. My husband and I were both public schooled, but I remember begging my mom to homeschool me in high school because it was so boring and I was bored all day long. And I told her I could do in two to three hours what we did all day at school. And then I could just spend my afternoon reading. Funnily enough, this is still my life goal. Schooling <laughs> my children all morning and then reading all afternoon. We're never done by noon, but the dream is alive and I sneak away to read any chance that I get. 
Um, the first seven years of homeschooling, we were also foster parents, which adds a whole other dynamic to homeschool and can be an episode in and of itself. Our oldest daughter was adopted five years ago. We adopted out of birth order, and she was in public school through sixth grade. She's a junior now and has been homeschooled the past four years. Our oldest son is a freshman and he's been homeschooled from the beginning, other than the summer that we enrolled him in public summer school before kindergarten because we were still undecided about homeschooling. We all hated him being gone all day and he was so exhausted when he got home that I felt like I got the worst of him. He also has severe food allergies, so we had concerns about that as well and decided to give homeschooling a try, but just for the year. You know, we didn't want to freak out any of the in-laws or parents <laughs> that we were going to ruin our child. But here we are 10 years later. Our second son is in seventh grade, and he's also been homeschooled since the beginning. And last but not least, our little surprise girl that's now four years old, she um, came to live with us at three months, and we adopted her around her first birthday. She is full of energy and loves keeping up with my three teens. Uh, some of my homeschool street cred, if you will, is that I've volunteered with our local homeschool support group in many capacities, from planning field trips and events, mom night out craft events at my house, leading the K through third group, uh, even being the president of the group for a couple of years. I've been a part of a small uh, co-op startup with Amanda and a couple others. I've mentored new homeschooling mamas. I've worked with uh, another different local homeschool organization writing blog posts. This was a very short stint, but I felt like it was worth mentioning. <laughs> a little bit more street cred there. Uh, but the bottom line is that I really love helping and encouraging other mamas to make their own homeschools the greatest of all time. So, Amanda, you want to share with us? Sure, here? yeah. Dan and I have been married 19 years. I had the blessing of um, raising his son from a previous relationship from the age of four on. When we started homeschooling, um, that's kid number one. He was a freshman in high school and chose to stay the public school course. So kid two and kid three, um, we pulled when kid two was in fourth grade and kid three was in kindergarten. So I had lots of experience with public schooling and kid number one had an IEP for 15 years, lots of special needs. Kid two had been diagnosed with um, pretty severe anxiety and was at risk of additional mental health issues. And the school had told me that there was only so much that they could do. The same year, kid three was diagnosed with celiac disease. And kid one, and for his freshman year, had lost two friends to suicide. So it was like God was telling us, you need to pull these kids and so, of course, I got excited, I left my career and got excited to homeschool and school at home. So I bought all of the curriculum to, we're going to sit at our to kitchen table and we're going to open our books and everyone's going to sit perfectly still and we're going to do all the things that the book says for us to do. And um, yeah, my kids were not having that. So I had quite a learning experience that first year, <laughs> but... <laughs> Kid number one is now 23 and living on his own and is a contributing member of society. And so I feel very blessed by that. And kid number two just graduated our homeschool and he self-published a book and wants to be a writer. He's working on book two. Um, I'm encouraging him to apply for writing jobs, which I think that he would be really good at. And uh, kid number three is eighth slash ninth grade. And uh, I say slash because in eighth grade, you can start earning high school credits and 
all of the things that he's doing this year are going to count towards high school credit. So I don't really know what grade to count him as, but age-wise, he's eighth grade. <laughs> and school-wise, he's ninth grade. All three of my kids are special needs in one way or another, so I'm very thankful to have the opportunity to homeschool them. We found out later after um, kid three was pulled out that he also has sensory issues and was later diagnosed with, dys with dyspraxia. Both of my kids are uh, twice exceptional, so that means they're gifted and also have learning disabilities one way or another. So um, I also have the street cred, some street cred, different street cred than you. Yes, but, um, I was secretary of the same group where you were leading it. Um, I think I was secretary a couple of years before you were, um, yeah, but you were still volunteering in it. So we were both volunteering for the same organization. And uh, GHF, which is Gifted Homeschoolers Forum, has reached out to me, or they had reached out to me, and asked me to be their secretary. So I was secretary for a little while and then quickly promoted to vice president. That came with quite a few obligations. And when the time constraints <laughs> uh, were overflowing, I, I stepped down. But I uh, really enjoyed that. I volunteer with every program that we've done with the kids, with co-ops and um, things. I've always stepped up and volunteered for them. The youngest kid does not like it when I leave him. So that was a big problem in kindergarten. You know, I was gone all day. I missed you all day. Very happy to be doing this with you, Erin, and excited to see what comes in. Yeah, me too. I, when we had talked about this idea for quite a while I feel like or in passing but like we said just seeing that need you know there are a lot of other moms I think like us that have been at this game a long time and really especially now that COVID has hit and things have changed fundamentally with how we schooled you know that first year we were all part of things that everything just kind of stopped or was very touch and go for the last half of the year. So that was challenging. And when you do have special needs kiddos, it, it's really rough when their world gets shaken up like that. And for so sure. yes. that's something we can speak to as well. Um, and I just know there's a lot of us out there that are um, homeschooling kids at all different levels, um, whether special needs, twice exceptional, gifted, average students, students that don't really care about school, you know, like, yep. and, and one day, one student could be all of those kinds of students, you know? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you have ideas of topics you would like to hear us discuss, we've got quite a list going ourselves, but, you know, I'm sure there are things we haven't thought of. We would love to hear from people that are listening that would have something other that they would like to hear about or just maybe an area that they need encouragement uh if you've been doing this a while you know i think we can both speak to each year with each child has looked different than we thought it was so at this point i think we both have matured into our homeschooling roles as the teacher facilitator that our expectations, the bar has been chucked way out the window. Right. There's no bar anymore on what I was going to say. If matured means relaxed, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it funny? You come out the gate like, oh, we've got this great plan. We've got these great books, and we've, we're going to sit here on the couch together or at the table mm -hmm. together. And, you know, it rarely looks like what you set out for the day, no matter how good your plans are. Yeah, has their own <laughs> desire for the day. <laughs> yep, that's good.
Well, I thought it would be kind of fun, and I'm springing this on you. I know you love that. (laughs) (laughs) But to talk about, because we're both avid readers, uh, what's a book that you've been reading? Or one of the books that you've been reading? Oh, my goodness. Well, I haven't been reading very many things lately because of uh, other stuff we've been doing. Let me think. I've really been getting into homesteading Mm -hmm. and reading homesteading books. And so I have a few of those, but I can't think of the titles. (laughs) You put me on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's something that we can talk about that I totally forgot to put in our notes. But the name of our podcast, Goat Homeschooling, greatest of all time not that we have the greatest of all time but it's there our greatest homeschooling endeavor yeah. and that's what we really want for everybody else to see too is that you can also have that no matter how long you've been doing this it can still get better but also you have goats I have goats head. I do I love them so much I have seven goats we've got Domino Fats Domino Frank uh, Sinatra uh, Delilah Black Beauty Jolene, Juliet, and Major Tom. (laughs) (laughs) So most of them are named after music. Kid number three, my youngest, named uh, Black Beauty that because she is a very, very, very dark brown. She looks black and she has a white patch on her head. And one of his favorite books was Black Beauty about the horse. And seeing her reminded him of that book that we read so many years ago together as a read aloud and we watched the historic film it was like from like the 1950s or something that was black beauty and because i had a big kick where we were read the but we would read the book and then we would watch the, the corresponding movie and mm-hmm. then compare the two and that be kind of a, a literature project for us so we did that with several things and black beauty was one of my favorite books growing up so now it's his. So she ended up with that name. But most of the others all have musical kind of names. So anyway, but yes, I have goats and I love them. Yeah, they make a great mascot, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they're quirky like us, I think. I don't know. <laughs> they are, and they're very special. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, the people listening that don't know us will quickly find out that we speak a lot of truths with a hint of sarcasm. I think we both are bilingual in sarcasm. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I was just telling my son yesterday, my sarcasm is so advanced, so many people think I'm serious. <laughs> and he thought that was funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah. you didn't say what book you're reading. Oh, okay. I'm reading a book, and I can't think of the specific title, but it's about Washington spies, the first spy ring in America. Oh, it's very neat. Yeah, there's a show that my husband and I watched on, I don't know, one of the streaming services called Turn. And so for my birthday, he bought me the book and I'm just now getting around to reading it. It's really, really cool. I'm gonna have to look up that show. Yeah. See about it. Yeah. Thanks for listening today. We hope you'll subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to suggest topics for us to discuss, or if you have any questions, find us at Goat Homeschooling on Facebook, on Instagram at Goat Homeschool, and email us at Goat Homeschooling Podcast at gmail.com. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.